So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks that work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. But first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. Wake up. On a shucky ducky kind of day. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. I'm up and ready and running. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Here. Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners. And here's their response. Jim, that is one of the most outrageous, insulting, ignorant, and foolish things you've ever said. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. A dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Combine on a Friday. I know I know it being Friday means a lot to a lot of you, which is awesome. Doesn't mean anything to me, but it means a lot to a lot of you. And uh great sense of relief. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The Grand Jury. Which can only mean one thing. To every single person you hear talk about it, and they're all different. But only one thing. Digging this music today, the jazz, the smooth jazz stylings of whoever the hell this is. I've never heard this one before. Who actually plays this? Do you know? Yeah, it's uh, Doc Severinsen and, and the Tonight Show Band. Right. Hells yeah. Good tune, though. Boy, I like a good trumpet stab. See, I played the trumpet in high school, and when the whole band would go, bot up, they would go, bot up, and then about a half second later, I'd go, bot up. That's the way I did it. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, director was pleased with that. Listen to the originality in Young Jack. <laughs> so here's my question. I think this is true. You almost went to law school. Yes. So if the cops have a warrant to search your house for uh, illegal guns, they're looking around your house for illegal guns, and they come across from drugs some drugs. They can't do anything about that, right? Because their warrant was to look for illegal guns. Is I that correct? I don't know. I think that's correct. Eh, they can't kinda. use the drug stuff. 
Because that's not what they're looking for. Were the drugs in plain sight? Were they in plain view? Or were they in a cabinet somewhere? Well, where I'm going with this, despite the answer, regardless of the answer to that, is a grand jury, I think, they can start looking into whether you run drugs. But if they come across a puppy mill, then they can just change the case into being about puppy mills, right? Sure, yeah. That's the way it works for them. Yeah. So unlike the search in your house, it's just... Because the police, if they get a warrant, they're not allowed to... Okay, now we got it. Open season on Jack. We're going to go through his taxes. We're going to we're you know we're going to see if his dog's registered. We're going to do all these different things. I don't think they can do that. But with the grand jury thing, it's just it's open season. It's anything we can find might have nothing to do with Russian meddling. That could be our crime we're going after. Is that correct? Well, the uh, the independent prosecutor can do that too. He can look into anything he wanted. So that was already the situation. Hmm. I mean, famously, they were looking into a. Uh, a questionable subdivision development with the Clintons, and it turned into the Paula Jones rape allegation case, lying under oath, and Monica Lewinsky in her dang dress. I'm just thinking, so it went far afield. I'm just thinking Trump has got a very complicated business life. Oh yeah, and the idea of them digging up something that's got nothing to do with Russia and collusion or the election, and it happened in 1989, but some sort of major tax or. You know, something with a building or something is is not hard to believe at all that that would happen. Right. In right. fact, it's almost likely, isn't it? The old man was it the old man or Trump himself or, or the partnership got into trouble in the seventies or eighties with some racial discrimination yeah, right. stuff and got sued for that. So, who knows? It's it's yeah, it's a big giant fishing expedition. In fact, it's almost impossible that they won't come up with some sort of tax something somewhere. Right. Well, yeah. Given the complexity of tax law. And, and we've talked to uh, our tax uh, attorney, Stephen Moskowitz, about this on a number of occasions. There can be two learned tax attorneys disagree completely on a point of law. Sure. And you got 50 cases deciding it A and 50 cases deciding it B. Boy, it, this is... Polar opposites of each other. So you could have, you know, a cabal of lawyers howling, this is clearly a violation of 407C-1 when it either is or isn't. This is going to get damn interesting. <laughs> I think it's going to be incredibly tiresome. Do you remember the Clinton affair? Yeah, it was damn interesting. <laughs> it was tiresome. See, you've this is like baby nesia or moving nesia, which I suffered from. Yeah, I remember that moving's a pain in the butt, but it was. I don't think it's so bad. And then it, it turns into a miserable hell. <laughs> you forget it stretched on for years. Yeah, but I don't know. Him being questioned and his eyes getting wide when they brought up the cigar. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. good. That's right. You know what we're going to do today? We're going to study the world. Study the world. Then indict it. Study, study the world, I guess. Uh, study the world. There's some grumbling there. I don't know what that grumbling was. Uh, you need to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man. Wow. Like grumbling and muttering. That, yeah, like somebody wandered out of my bushes. That last part was clearly muttering. Uh, we'll get to him later. Let's inter- introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm a little sad, to be honest with you. Um, Tom Wopat of the Dukes of Hazard, uh, Luke Duke. Uh, got arrested for trying to put his hand down a woman's pants and having cocaine possession. Oh, my. That's disappointing. So it's that, just one of my childhood heroes, the Duke boys. I remember watching that show. Which one is he? Dark-haired or dark-haired. blonde? Dark-haired. The dark-haired, dark-haired one. The, the yeah. dark-haired Duke with the, con- the Confederate flag on the hood of the car. Remember? Yeah. Mm. Which was the perfectly Jerry racism. And... Which was perfectly okay for the most popular show in America for a while. No. Clearly racism. <laughs> <laughs> and Well, maybe that's where he greets women like the president. Just, Hello. 
Anyway, I just <laughs> Uncle Jesse's got to be rolling in his grave. Oh, right? yeah, that's that's a very sad day for everybody in uh, what do you call it county? There. Hey, and the other vaguely <laughs> remember that idiotic show, Hazard County. That's it. That's right in the title. No, anyway. they, yeah, they were the Dukes of that county. <laughs> I, I believe. Yeah. Now, now I remember. <laughs> right. They were, I believe the uh, the Dukes of Hazard came up in the Whitewater investigation <laughs> briefly. That was That's, a good length for that bit. <laughs> Shut up, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> There's positive shot. Oh, by the way, we have our uh, blue collar trades panel coming up later in the show at eight o'clock, yeah. which I think is going to be very interesting. Uh, there's positive Sean. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I went to go see the Dark Tower last night. Uh, the reviewers did not lie. It is a it is a uh, very very tepid kind of empty movie. Um, I'm mostly disappointed just because I love the book so much. Um, they tried to do too much in too short a time. The, other than the characters' names and the actual Dark Tower that the story is kind of centered around, I didn't recognize pretty much anything from the books that I read. Um, if if you're looking to go see something in the theaters this weekend, don't see that. Dunkirk is still out. Go go check that out. That's a much better film. Um, also hearing good things about Detroit, but I can't give my official seal of approval on that. haven't seen it yet. So what was the name of this movie you went to see? Dark Tower. So New York Times said it was an unappealing hash of movie-making cliches following much scurrying and blathering. Yes. yes. <laughs> Clearly. Yes. They, they like it, This is a, an eight-book series. They tried to cram them all into 90 minutes. Like The entirety of the first book is kind of glossed over in about 30 seconds of the movie when, when easily it could have been a movie like unto this? itself. Um, yes, I would like that. Yes, I would like <laughs> it very much. That's enough of that. That's Joe with the Sean Gong. It's always so disappointing when you read a great book, though, and the movie is terrible and doesn't yeah. resemble the book. I had that same reaction to Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter, which was a fantastic book. So the vampires, you see, were in league with the Confederates. Man, overlooked part of history. Right. Just one quick final thought, and I promise it won't take long. For such a rich... I had tap- more on Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. You've already been gonged. For, for, Convene a grand jury! Wow. For having such a deep source of rich, well-written source material of the Stephen King movies, to have the, the dialogue and the writing of this movie seem like it was done by a high school class was very disappointing. It's hard to imagine how that happened. But- Dinner! That's what the New York Times is asking. But anyway, uh, Vincent, our uh, senior executive producer. How are you, Vincent? Yeah, Joe, just don't read the book. That's my solution. But uh, I bought two tickets to The Dark Tower on Wednesday, but along with Sean and every other movie critic, uh, just been savage to it. I don't want to see the movie anymore. And I have two tickets to see it Saturday. And by the way, my ticket's... $14 $14 each. Whoa. Plus. $14 movie ticket? Yes. Plus. I what, is it IMAX or something? It's it's one of the nice theaters with the Jeez, I didn't recliners. Know wow. But it, it was still, I thought it was still outrageous. But And, and I bought them online. So $14 each plus a $4 convenience fee. Sure. Now, I'm not walking up to the box office and, uh, and occupying their human's time. Right. And talking to them. I, as long as they're paying their electricity bill and have their website up. <laughs> That's the convenience. The convenience of, is for them, not for me. One of the great scams of all time is whoever invented convenience fees for things that are done online. 32 bucks <laughs> for two tickets to a movie I don't want to see. I've already made up my mind that it sucks, and it's horrible. Worst movie ever. Handling. Something that you're doing online. <laughs> Service fee. Handling fee. Convenience fee. Processing I've seen all, fee. The, all three of them on like a concert ticket. Here's a $30 ticket. Wait a minute. It's $78. How'd that happen? Yeah, a processing fee. And I'd love to, to, to boycott it. 
Right. But the next, you know, stoned music loving moron online is just going to buy the ticket and go. Processing fee is a funny one. Yeah. So you're paying for me. You're I'm paying extra for this to this thing we're about to do to occur. Right. I mean, that's what we all went into this thing with the assumption it was going to occur. I mean, if I don't show up and buy a ticket, neither one of us are doing anything. So I mean, you think that'd be sort of factored in by that logic? When you go up to a hot dog stand and buy a hot dog, there should be a seven dollar processing fee. Right. I'm sorry, I got to process this transaction now. <laughs> well, that's, that's what the transaction is. The transaction is the process. How can there be a fee for what we all came together to do? Me giving you money for a hot dog is the whole point of our getting together. <laughs> Here's your hot dog, $7 processing fee. Handling fee. I'll give him something to handle. Am I right, Jeff? Handle this! I screamed into the phone. Uh, There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day, who was muttering earlier. Yes, Marshall. Uh, Still muttering. Not good. I got to tell you, once again, I am running into dental distress as we move into the weekend. My dentist office is closed today. So now I'm trying to figure out if I should try and tough it out through the weekend or call him up today and see if he wants to come in on his day off at great expense to me or just hit me with some antibiotics and wait till Monday. I'm voting for the drugs at this point. <laughs> what is Antibiotics? What do you have, some sort of abscess or what? Uh, it's got that dental yeah. pain. Oh, I mean, uh, it's the dental pain. That's oh, why you're, you're a muttering. drinker man, though, right? I am. You can power through the weekend. Well, that's just what a... I'm thinking. I'm just, just alcohol. Just hoping it doesn't uh, totally explode on me. Anybody you know? got some opioids for the man? Hey, Come on opioids. now. Please. Uh, junkies in yeah. Ohio, yeah. mail in one opioid <laughs> each and we can get through this together. I got didn't, my Norco. Didn't I loan you some uh, Norco, some Vicodin one time? <laughs> yeah, you did. This is purely was... for the purposes of entertainment, folks. <laughs> oh, well, it was news purely fictional. News gathering. <laughs> we were doing a story. I was uh, doing a little research. That was quite a while ago, though, sir. I had a giant bottle of them and no yeah. need for them. and I You was, had pain, so. That yeah, was quite a while ago. I sold them to you and, uh, Dark car garage. None of this ever happened. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe you need to get your wisdom teeth pulled, Marshall. Maybe you need to get them all pulled. Get Goodbye all your teeth dental pulled. Problems. That's, yeah. a, that's a good bit. Since you can't do the 10 push-ups, get all your teeth pulled. <laughs> On air. Um, <laughs> for some reason. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is uh, Friday, still muttering. August the 4th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. You'll grow to love applesauce. All right, let's uh, begin the show now. <laughs> Officially, according to FCC rules and regs, here we go at Mark. Every single person that's had anything whatsoever to do with backbiting, undermining other people for their own benefit, or leaking, and not to be cautious about it. If there's even a thought that somebody was involved, get rid of them. That's Bob Corker, who's not a Trump fan, upset about the leaking of the transcripts of the phone calls yesterday, as you should be, saying, you got to fire every one of them. Even if it's somebody you just think did something, you got to fire them. Yeah. you gotta get, you got to make this stop. Lay waste. And if it happens again, lay waste again, like the Dukes did when Boss Hawk would try to get in the way of their hatching. What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, Donald Trump pushes back as Mueller convenes a grand jury. We've got the New Yorker releasing the Mooch uh, tapes and where you can get free special eclipse glasses that you're going to need for the upcoming solar event. Stories coming up at 635. Actual audio of the Mooch conversations? Indeed, Awesome. Does it get get to hear if he sounds drunk or coked up or not? Forget about it. How's mailbag look? Let me just hit you with this. Subject line. The time I went to Dennis Rodman's house. 
That's pretty good. That's a good tease right there. That and Clips of the Week. I'll stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, I just read the official complaint, and uh, we can't get into it on a family-friendly show, but Luke Duke didn't just put his hand down her pants. No, my. Luke, Luke Duke went a little further than that. Oh, so Luke. He's in trouble. He, that's just a little bit more than the law will allow, as Waylon Jennings once sang. Hmm. You know, I don't that, believe. That's a lot bit more than the law will allow. All right, well, we'll get into that and convene a grand jury over that as well in a couple of minutes. No time for that now. It's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's... Cow Clips of the Week. Be honorable. Crush the snakes under your feet. Get behind me, Satan. These are hard, dirty, sweaty jobs that many immigrants go to because that's what immigrants do. I could do it in 36 minutes. 300 or better in 36 minutes. I've always like scrotum. Uh, entertainment, before you go on, entertainment, people are talking about um, dancing with the stars, you, Spice, or others. Are, are you, would that something you consider? I don't know how to dance. Like, don't hit their head and they've just killed somebody, don't hit their head. I said, you can take the hand away, okay? Was he making a joke about police brutality? And he goes to the Boy Scouts and he uh, is giving this uh, highly charged political speech in front of uniformed teenagers as if he wants to turn that into some sort of Trump youth organization. Is that your personal experience? Of course there are people who come But that's not what you said. And it shows it shows your cosmopolitan bias. And I just want to it say sounds like you're trying to engineer the racial say, and ethnic flow of people into this country. Yeah, that is one of the most outrageous, insulting, ignorant, and foolish things you've ever said. Oh, the conflict. Always the conflict. Some of those things. You know, I say crap for a living, but some of the crap people say, mm. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable. You know, the First Amendment is wrong. There there has to be a standard for things you can say in the media. They have to at least be like 10% true before you're allowed to say them or yeah. something. Well, yeah. Good Lord. It's a lovely idea. Oh, boy, that just tired me out for some reason. That was a depressing cow. Ugh. Now, I was almost killed on the way in this morning. Really? Yeah. Semi just veered out of control out of nowhere, headed right for me. Then I jammed on the brakes. This is going 70 miles per hour. I jammed on the brakes. He corrected, and we all went on our way. Yeah. Unfreaking believable. Here's hoping you're not snuffed on the way into work this morning. Good morning, everybody. You know, I don't know how serious you want to get, but. Not you, very. You had the exact same thought some other people have had, and then they did hit them. Mm. And that was the end of it. Mm. That, that's, it's amazing. I, don't, I was thinking about this riding my motorcycle home yesterday, because on a motorcycle you think about it a lot, but man, your, your whole world and your kid's world and, and everybody's world can change so quickly out on the roads, and we don't think about it when we're driving. Yeah, I was, right, I was driving my daughter's car this morning, too, and not my behemoth, so that would have been truly unfortunate by far the squashed. By far the most dangerous thing you're going to do today. Right, right. So slow down and enjoy your talk radio. And I shoot myself out of a cannon to pass the time in the <laughs> afternoon after the show. Mailbag. We were talking about uh, naming your kid the third, the fourth, the fifth, whatever, with uh, Jim Mantle, the third. Did we hear anything from him? Names. I think I angered him. He may never come on the show again. Yeah, that was very awkward. I wish it, was, it was an awkward ending. Check yourself. He's a respected journalist. Treat him with respect, would you? And we got into names for kids, etc. A&G writes Doug, or Douglas. 
I wanted to name my son Jack Joe. Middle name Joe. Sorry, Joe. Because I like your show so much. My son said to me, Dad, I'm 27 years old. I already have a name. I know. <laughs> I know. He's a pluggy little, good little fella. It's a good little fella. On the topic of the grand jury, the independent counsel, etc., Matt writes, I'll have one nothing burger with a side of 16 prosecutors. And go ahead, throw a grand jury in there, too, please. I don't think it's a nothing burger. I think it is a, 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 a bun, and they will spend... Many months, many, many months searching for something to put upon the bond. Well, they're not going to find the Russia thing, I don't think, but I think they're going to find other stuff. Guy's got a complicated business life. It wouldn't surprise me at all if he hasn't uh, beyond pushed the limits of what is uh, okay out there. Various situations. Well, yeah, it's, it's it's so easy to imagine. There's some, you know, provincial governor of Scotland that he, he greased his palm to get the permit for a golf course or something like that. I mean, probably the sort of thing that happens in development all the time, but eh, not, not so much now. He'll get busted. Well, I, you know, I hope not. I, this, this is all, I don't know. Clinton was a three different kinds of liar, no doubt. But the whole months and months and months of fishing expeditions is just not healthy. I don't know. On the other hand, you got to hold these people to, 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 you know, to the law like the rest of us. Old man Fred observes uh, how much Mueller looks like one of those Easter Island uh, statue faces. It's a good point. Very Boy, John Kerry-esque, yeah. Both Kerry and he uh, apparently uh, were the models for those giant Easter Island heads. They've never solved that mystery, have they? Or have they? Did uh, I, did how I those Easter it? Island heads got on there? Or why? Or U-Haul. Really? Yep. The ancients hired U-Haul. I can't remember. It's one of those things. I've watched like 30 specials since I was a five-year-old. Fascinated by it. I never remember how it comes out. I think it's probably still mysterious. I think so. Yeah. Uh, did you hear they unearthed a, like, first century full, uh, like, uh, little town, uh, like, uh, 1 AD Roman uh, village in France. They're studying it now. Interesting. Very interesting archaeological find. Maybe we'll do more on that later, but probably not. Jesus-era Roman village. Interesting. Exactly. A little, or a little, uh, little after Jesus, but yeah, the same, same general time period. Uh, TJ in Texas. Rejack's comment on the tr- the uh, release of the trans- transcripts of Trump's calls. Jack said, you cannot run a country like this. There's no way the president of the United States can do anything for good or ill if full transcripts, I can't even read, if full transcripts of all his calls are going to come out. Well, Jack, I don't want Trump to be able to do anything since I regard most of his policy goals as nasty and evil. I want him paddling desperately in a cesspool of his own making, spitting and fighting to keep his head above the swirling sewage not having the time or political capital to move any of his initiatives or plan a strategy for the midterm elections. That will suit me just fine until we have a Democratic Congress to check his nastiness or a new president, whichever comes first. May the leaks continue. Yours for deadlock and or impeachment, TJ. TJ, surely you are not so dumb or short-sighted to realize that if we let this go for Trump, it will happen with every president till the end of time because the people on the right will summon up every bit of your cute little righteous indignation about when your guy's in there and they'll break the law claiming your cute little justification and then it'll become completely dysfunctional. You don't think there were enough Republicans who thought Obama is so evil that we have to leak this stuff? Please. And the same about Bush, and the same about Clinton before him in this modern era of politics. Yeah, you can't you can't set this as a standard for this is what we do. Um, you know, I, well, one more. 
And that's the way it always works, too. Everybody thinks this is a unique situation. This particular person is so awful. By the way, he's being checked so easily. Um, I, I, I don't know what any of you are concerned about. What are you afraid is going to happen? The Russian sanctions overwhelmingly passed by Congress. He was forced to sign them whether he wanted to or not. Now there's legislation uh, being uh, brought forth that he can't fire Mueller. I don't know if that's legal or not, but Congress is going to stop him from having the ability to do that. Congress last week said, if you fire your attorney general, we're not even going to have a hearing for a new one, which stopped him in his tracks so he couldn't fire the attorney general. The it's various fine. travel bans, the courts, etc. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Get, get your panties out of a wad. People like being threatened because they draw together with their fellows and people of like mind, and they all fall feel excited and banded together, and, and it's exciting, and Oh, shut up. You're tiring me out. Uh, let's see. Uh, we were talking be- uh, briefly about uh, 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 creeping around in the bushes and being peeping toms. It was completely lighthearted. It was not serious. It was a tangent to a tangent to a tangent. But Johnny's felt the need to write the following. So I learned that Joe is a bathroom guy and Jack's a bedroom guy when it comes to the preferred location for peeping on your neighbors, WTF. Tomorrow you can offer the pros and cons of brushing up against someone in the subway. I'm betting Jack's a back of the hand on the hiney, while Joe prefers the arm against the breast maneuver. (laughs) This is not a good look. Johnny... Johnny, Johnny, be good. Now, I apologize. We're running late. We really need to get into the news. But we will have time before the end of this hour to get to the email entitled The Time I Went to Dennis Rodman's House. And it will not disappoint. Awesome. I can't wait to hear that. Um, Somebody texted they canceled the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Is that true? Okay. What? Sean is looking confused, and he's into this story. Yeah, so I haven't heard of that. I'm I'll, guessing I'll that's fake news, news. Breaking news. I'm guessing that's fake news. Fake news. Don't say that to anybody at a coffee shop. I heard on the radio that. No, fake news. Uh, Marshall's got the real news coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. It is the definition of fake news. Somebody put out there that the Mayweather... Um, McGregor fight was off and had some video of a 2010 arrest of Mayweather that they rolled along with it, and it circulated quickly in the modern world it does, but it's uh, completely bogus. So, actual fake news. Yep. I don't know what you'd get out of that other than jollies. Just, you know, the joy of spreading a rumor. It clicks. People go, oh, canceled, spreader, and then, yeah, you... Get paid per click on your okay. website or whatever. Right. That's, that's kind of the, the gotcha. game. Hop on the Google. Hop on the Twitter, people. Don't, don't be an idiot. So check everything you ever see. See if it's true. If it's outlandish and unbelievable. Probably. Okay. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, the investigation of Russian interference in the presidential campaign taking a significant legal step. According to a report in the Wall Street Journal, a special, uh, special counsel Robert Mueller has impaneled a grand jury. This is a sign that a serious criminal investigation is underway and could last for months. Ever defiant, President Trump reacting this morning. Vincent Nicholas, official President Trump tweet reader. Yes, the Donald has been active on the Twitter. He's tweeted five times. He's retweeted six times, including one tweet from actor James Woods. Uh, We'll point to one in particular retweet. Uh, He retweeted at team underscore Trump 45. It's a map of the United States labeled the United States presidential election by precinct 2016. Wow. Mostly red. Still. 
Dude, yes. what's that got to do with anything at this point? And team underscore Trump 45 uh, just tweeted along with the map. We won. Move on. We right. won. Move on. Um, uh, I, I But I don't get the whole grand jury thing. We, we got an expert coming up. We're going to talk to about. So is it just so they they, they, they bring somebody in to talk about uh, Russian uh, collusion or whatever. And they get wind of a um, a tax deal from 1995 that maybe he cheated on, and now they which, just... Which then leads them, it turns out the tax deal was okay, but the guy he worked it out with, they're illegally hunting geese out of season. But, and on to that. But so then they just investigate that because they're just looking for any crime? More or less, That yeah. seems weird. That seems un-American. Yeah. And it's secret. The new- I'll, I'll have a guide to grand juries for you coming up if you'd like one. And uh, I did I say this at the time with Bill Clinton? No, but I was young and stupid. Um, the idea that they were trying to figure out if uh, they had done something illegal with their land deal, and it, and it turns out he's impeached for lying about whether or not he got a BJ from an intern, <laughs> is stupid. That's ridiculous. I think that's a miscarriage of justice. I, I don't. I don't think that does anybody any good. It reminded everyone how wonderful Leaves of the Grass is. It's a book of poetry. So there is some good that came from it. The New Yorker releasing portions of the interview that led to the firing of former White House Communications Director Antony Scaramucci. In the phone interview, the Mooch accused then White House Chief of Staff Reince Priebus of being a leaker. And Reince is a paranoid schizophrenic, paranoiac. What he's going to do is, oh, maybe Bill Shine's coming. Or Let me leak thing and see if I can block these people the way I can block Scaramucci for six months. Okay, but, but he leaked the CFIA stuff on me. Uh, you know, my financial disclosure has been leaked to Politico, yeah, so. which, is a fi- which, yeah, which is a felony. So there you go. little uh, slice of the movie. Well, he certainly doesn't sound drunk. No. Or and, coked up, really. But from his tone of voice, it seems clear to me he thinks they're off the record. How can you be the communications director and not understand when you're talking to a reporter that everything's on the record unless you say otherwise? Every beat cop in America knows if they're talking to a reporter, they got to say it's off the record. And right. even then, be careful. Right. I mean, every sworn deputy in America knows that. The White House communications director somehow missed that. It's just it's just <laughs> astonishing. Jack, I know you, along with millions of other Americans, are getting ready for August the 21st. And America's libraries have got a special deal for y'all. As we get closer to the solar eclipse, the fever. No, not a, not a total eclipse of the heart. Total eclipse of the sun. The solar eclipse fever is heating up, along with warnings not to look at the uh, coming eclipse directly without... I'll look pro- at whatever I want. Without protective glasses. You can't tell me what to look at. Or, you know what? I'll look at it just like I glance toward the sun now and then. And, now, and if it kind of hurts, I'll turn away. If it doesn't, I'll keep looking. You'll be blinded. Indeed, it could severely damage your eyes. So what's happened? We've got thousands of libraries all over the West Coast of the country participating in a program to give out free glasses. Well, we're going to hold a contest. Whoever can stare at the eclipse the longest gets free concert tickets. <laughs> and again, I, I haven't decided yet yeah. if I want to, because I'm, I'm, I'm considering loading yeah. up the kids in the RV and driving far enough to see the dang thing. Right. And making a deal out of it, although I'd have to miss a day of work, so that's the, that's the hard part. But right. I think they'd really get a kick out of it. Oh, yeah. And like, it'd remember an amazing experience. And it'd yeah. just be a fun little, you know 
trip. Right. right. Before you do that, stop by your library and pick up uh, protective uh, viewing glasses. Anyway, it's all going to start right around 10 o'clock in the morning on Monday, August the 21st. So I'm not gonna, I'm not going to tell him about the eclipse, though. I'm just going to tell him we're going on vacation. <laughs> oh. And then I'm going to say something like, You have been bad! I command God to darken the earth because you two have not listened to your father. Perfect. And then they, the land gets dark. That's and then they parenting. believe I'm omniscient. Yes. <laughs> Omnipotent. Omnipotent. One of those. Omnipotent. Whatever, whatever one is all-knowing all and all-powerful. Obnoxious. Whichever yes. one is that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, we got to get to the Dennis Rodman email. we got to leave time for it. That's a wrap. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. And they would forever fear me like natives. I command (laughs) you to blot out the sun (laughs) until these children obey their father. Then they fall down, they cry, I bring the sun back. Right. That's just good (laughs) parenting. All right. Somebody went to Dennis Rodman's house. Let's hear about that. Coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. People are dug into their sides on the grand jury thing. I'll get to the text line a little later, which is 415-295-KFTC. There's no way to run a country. No. Our uh, trades panel, blue-collar panel coming up. Uh, Very micro-esque look at the non-college-to-cubicle lifestyle and why and how all of a sudden it got demonized in America and then for... 20-some years, every every kid had to go to college, including if they had no aptitude for academics, and they really wanted to weld. No, America's schools would force them into trigonometry and the rest of it. So we'll talk about that more. Mike Rowe is not going to be here. No. Some, somehow a number of people got the impression he was. He is not. Yes. Um, Scott, who is going to be part of the panel, says, most concerning thing about being on the A&G show, trades panel, is not being on the radio. It's parking under the watchful eye of Joe Getty. <laughs> well, Scott, I will be watching. I'm always watching. <laughs> and Joe stands and looks out the window on the fifth floor here and mocks people as they park badly. And praises them as they park That's well. True. That's true, you do. That's true. I tip my cap at a good, solid parking job. <laughs> So a little bonus mailbag for you here. I did not want to give this short shrift. Give it all the shrift it deserves. This is a nice note from Nicole. The time I went to Dennis Rodman's house. Every time you guys talk about Dennis Rodman, I feel like I should tell you this story before he becomes irrelevant again. I think he will become not alive before he becomes irrelevant. He's he's eternally entertaining. He's only 50-something. It was 2003, and I was 21. A few of us were visiting a friend in Newport Beach. She knew where Dennis Rodman lived, which was right on the beach. So on our way home that weekend, we walked out on the beach and tried to catch a glimpse of his house on the way back to our car. It was about midnight, and there was a party going on. Someone outside, who ended up being Rodman's manservant, asked us if we wanted to party with them. Clearly they're hot. We, of course, said yes. So clearly she and her friends are hot. Because somebody whose job is it to spot hot chicks on the beach and say, hey, come to the party, said, hey, come to the party. Yes. Well, there is a twist coming up. Stay with us. She's a dude. We're all basically in our pajamas since we were heading home so late. The manservant made us show our our IDs. Then he let us in and offered us food and drink. He's got body people. He's got a body man who makes sure they're 18. Right. Exactly. Which is, uh, I really need one of those for, you know, my all night hot chick stumbling by parties. (laughs) Uh, He told us we could wait in the dagger room for Dennis. We waited for about an hour, then Dennis and his wife came in. 
He immediately asked us if we liked guys or girls. That's a hell of an icebreaker. <laughs> we did, in fact, like girls. Sweet mother of sapphic desire, she is a lesbian. <laughs> uh, where was I? Uh, the, maybe it was our casual athletic wear that gave it away. He asked a whole bunch of other questions, then gave us some swag that he was promoting. He also had his wife make us his favorite drink, a Washington apple. <laughs> Google, Google, please. Wow. I, uh, I know what that is. Do you guys want to know? Sure, yeah. you're a bartender. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's, that's right. yeah. it's Crown Royal, uh, like sour apple pucker and cranberry juice, and it's a shooter. Wow. It's like a shooter. You, oh. don't, you don't sip it. You oh, just okay. make it and I don't and you drink slam shots, but that sounds pretty good. Mm. I can't believe I drank something that someone else made at Dennis Rodman's house, <laughs> but I did not get drugged, so it was fine. <laughs> I did not get drugged. <laughs> Dennis was very nice. Seemed just like a regular guy. He mentioned that. He's not. He mentioned that people think he does drugs, but he claimed he did not. He just drinks a lot. I believe that. They even kicked a guy out of the house that looked like he was on coke. We stayed until about 6 o'clock in the morning. The butler guy had a platter full of individual to-go servings of eggs, bacon, and toast to offer us as we walked out the door. I still can't believe that happened. Weirdest (laughs) night of my life. (laughs) Now, that's pretty cool, though. So he finds out they're not, you know, they're not into dudes. He doesn't like kick them out or anything no. like oh hang around have a good time here's some toast here's a, here's a washington apple let's talk about life <laughs> yeah and when you leave in the morning some toast exactly here's a nice uh, breakfast sandwich adios stop by again next time you're in town you know that people around the world that raises my opinion of dennis rodman oh yeah sounds like a decent guy well yeah we don't have time to really talk much about dennis rodman right now but i understand he's a really shy guy who was thrust into fame and it made him a little weird What the the hell's a grand jury do anyway? We'll try to get to that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.